We're continuing our series on inspiring influence. And we're going to hopefully be inspired by a guy who lived over 800 years before Christ in the Middle East called Elisha. And uh, the title for this morning is See More, Live More. See More, Live More. I went to spec servers. <laughs> and, and with these, I have pretty good vision. They, they helped me to stop kissing the wrong people. <laughs> they helped me to stop sitting on the wrong benches and ending up on a roller coaster for my lunch. So they're pretty good. They enable me to see the print in the Bible so I can read. They enable me to see the road ahead so I can drive. So with these, drive, with these glasses I can see more and I can live more. I'd be at a disadvantage without them. But, but these are great, but they're what I would call low spec. If you want to raise the bar a little bit, we'll go a little bit high tech. So higher tech, higher specs. You know, with these specs, I can see the surface of things pretty well. But uh, going back to when I was 30, I fell out of a loft. Well, I didn't even actually get into it. I fell in before I got into it. But nine or ten feet fall onto concrete. And, and I had a lot of pain in my heel bones. They were sore. Now, when I went to the doctor, I wanted him to see more than I could see with an actual eye. I wanted a bit of high tech. So I had an x-ray. So we've got an x-ray coming up here. With an x-ray you can see more. You can see what's going on in the bones. And I had cracked both my heel bones. Pregnant ladies, you can't see inside the uterus, but with the ultrasound machine that the doctor has, you could get one of these. Now that's Caleb. He doesn't look like that now, does he? <laughs> Running around the front this morning. But uh, that was Caleb on the ultrasound scan because the doctor can see more. And, and this morning, I, I want to raise the bar a lot more than that. I want to raise the bar beyond the high tech. I want to raise the bar to the highest level, to the highest power, to the highest authority that you could ever have. And when we have that, we can see more. And Elisha gives a brilliant example of that. So if, we, if you've got your Bibles, if you turn to 2 Kings 6, verses 8 to 23. If not, then just sit back and, and listen. I want to read uh, 2 Kings 6, beginning at verse 8. said at the beginning, Elisha lived 800 years BC in the Middle East. And uh, he could see more as a result of this higher level. Now the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware of passing that place. Because the Arameans are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and again, Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Will you not tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? 
None of us, my lord the king, said one of his officers. But Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. Go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send men and capture him. The report came back. He is in Dothan. So he sent horses and chariots and a strong force there. That that they went by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. As the enemy came down towards them, Elisha prayed to the Lord, Strike these people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked. Elisha told them, This is not the road and this is not the city. Follow me and I will lead you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to Samaria. After they entered the city, Elisha said, Lord, open their eyes. Sorry, open the eyes of these men so they can see. Then the Lord opened their eyes and they looked and they were inside Samaria. When the king of Israel saw them, he asked Elisha, Shall I kill them, my father? Shall I kill them? Do not kill them, he answered. Would you kill men you have captured with your own sword or bow? Set food and water before them, so they may eat and drink and then go back to their master. So he prepared a great feast for them. After they had finished eating and drinking, he sent them away and they returned to their master. So the bands from Aram stopped raiding Israel's territory. Thank you, Lord. There is a a massive contrast between the one who had the spiritual specs or the God glasses and the one who had only physical eyes through which to see. Elisha could see more, so he lived more. The servant saw with his natural eyes a vast army of horses and chariots. This was a top transport of the day. This was a top army. This was massive. So understandably he was scared. And I think there is fear in his voice when he turns to Elisha and he says, what shall we do? See little, live a little. Living in fear is not much of a life. It is low level living. You know, we live in a world that is at a low level in living. And we only need to turn on the TV and we see in Brussels recently the bombs with IS 
And we see people in fear of when will it happen again? Where will it happen? We, we listen to the news, the Tolbert steel workers, and they are fearful for their jobs. Recently, before the, well, at the budget, the disabled were fearful of losing benefits. There are so many things in the natural that we look at them and it leads us to fear. Now, I want to ask you a question this morning. Are you in fear? Is your gaze full of negative circumstances? Elisha's servant was, and he was filled with fear. Elisha saw the same army. Elisha saw the same chariots. Elisha saw the same horses. Yet he had no fear. Why? Because he could see more. Verse 16 tells us what he could see. He said, Do not be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. See a not, live a not. He was living at a whole different level. He could see that God was with him. Really, really important. Members of a nine-year-old boy. I was in the playground and this boy was about eight. I didn't know him, he wasn't in my class. He was very cocky, came up to me, wanted to have a, a good argument and possibly a fight. But um, I wasn't scared of him. He was smaller than me. It wasn't a big deal. But he said something that I dismissed, didn't really think anything of it. He said, you know, I'll get my big brother onto you. And I went through the rest of the day, I didn't give it another thought. Then I, I went to catch the bus, because I was on the normal bus route, and so every morning and afternoon, you know, I went back, I went to school on the bus and back on the bus. So, went to the bus stop, and as I got closer to the bus stop, I could see two teenage boys, and I'm nine. They were a lot bigger than me. I thought, what are they doing there? Never seen them at the bus stop before. And then I spotted the little cocky kid. <laughs> and they gave me a bit of a duffing up, got me on the ground, and after a while, they could see I was pretty scared. So they left. And why was I afraid? Was I afraid because there were more of them than me? Well, yes, that's true. Was I afraid because they were bigger than me? Yes, that's true. But none of that would have mattered if something else had been in the equation. See, the problem for me was I had nobody on my side. My brothers were at work. If my brothers had been there, they wouldn't have touched me. There was nobody on my side. That was the problem with Elisha's servant. As he looked out, there was nobody on their side. That was the problem. That's why he was so afraid. Elisha had no fear because he had the God glasses on. 
He had the spiritual specs on and he got the full picture. The God of heaven's armies was on their side. The God of heaven's armies was fighting for them. He was with them. God has given to every single believer, every single person in his family, a promise. He says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. This is so important. It's so important that we do not take off our glasses and forget who is with us. So important. Reminds me again of another illustration. When Bethany was about three, we were at Bible college and uh, we lived in a flat on the first floor. And I'd be working at my desk. This didn't happen all the time, but there were times when this happened that I'd be working at my desk at one end of the house. She was in the lounge at the other. And the, the older children had gone to school. And her mum had gone all the way down to the basement to do the washing. And then I'd hear this little voice with fear in it. Daddy? Daddy? And I would just say, Yes? Just wanted to know you were there. Just wanted to know you were there. That made all the difference in the world to Bethany. Immediately fear gone and she could happily play. Elisha had no fear because he knew that God was with him. Are you fearful? If you are, then you need exactly the same as Elisha's servant needed. You need to see more. I'm just going to pause and I'm going to pray. Let's just close our eyes. Lord, I pray that you would open the eyes of our heart that we might see you. Increase our spiritual sight this morning that we would see more of your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As Elisha prays that prayer, the spiritual aspect comes in and his servant sees another dimension. <laughs> he sees the Lord's army. He sees that God is on their side. When I got these glasses, I, I wasn't walking past spec servers and all of a sudden they landed on my head. I had to do something about it. I had to book an appointment, I had to go, I had to choose some glasses, I had to pay for them, and then I got the glasses. Elisha's servant didn't automatically get the spiritual eyesight. Elisha prayed for him. But where did Elisha get his spiritual eyesight from? 
Where did he receive his spiritual sight? Well, I, I believe that he received it through relationship with God. And I just want us to look back at what we know about Elisha. We first read about Elisha in 1 Kings 19 verse 19. He was a farmer ploughing his fields. And I've got a, um, a slide here of a farmer with some oxen. There's five oxen in there. But Elisha had 12 yoke of oxen. So we're talking about a pretty significant farm. This was not a little tiny acre. This was a significant farm. If we turn to the next slide, that would be possibly the equivalent, probably not big enough, a 10 firm reversible plough. Probably bigger than that in terms of comparison. So we're talking about a significant farmer. And as he is ploughing with his oxen, God's prophet Elijah shows up. Get the two confusing, Elijah and Elisha. So Elijah comes, God's prophet, and he invites Elisha to be his successor. In other words, there is a moment in time when God through Elijah is saying to Elisha, will you let go of farming and will you become a prophet? God is saying, will you listen to me and hear what I tell you, will you watch and see what I show you, and then pass that on to others? And Elisha says, yes, Lord. In other words, I want to see more, and I want to live more. I want to see more than a 12 oxen in front of me. I want to see more than a ploughed field. I want to see what you see. I want to move into a new dimension. Now, God doesn't call us all to leave farming, because most of you are not in farming, so he couldn't. God doesn't call us all to quit our jobs. But what God does call us to is to see more, to step up, to be in a relationship with him, one of obedience to him, one of following him, one of listening to him. If we fast forward from Elisha to the first century, there's a guy called Nicodemus, and he came to Jesus, and he basically was asking him, he said, I want to see more, and I want to live more, and Jesus said, you cannot see the kingdom of God unless you are born of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit coming on us is the only way to get spiritual eyesight to get those spiritual specs, to get those God glasses. And the level of our spiritual eyesight will increase with the level of the Holy Spirit's input and relationship with him. There was a moment in Elisha's life when he experienced the greater measure of the Holy Spirit. His teacher, his mentor, Elijah, left the earth And Elisha took the mantle of Elijah. He had asked for a double portion of the Holy Spirit. He'd asked for a double anointing of the Holy Spirit. So Elisha desired the Holy Spirit. Elisha desired more of the Spirit than Elijah, his predecessor. 
Elisha could see more because of the power of the Holy Spirit upon him. As a young Christian, and it's still true today, I I love listening to preachers who were full of the Holy Spirit. See, when, when a preacher is full of the Holy Spirit, you are able to see more because there is a spiritual vision. There is an awareness of spiritual realities. You see more, you live more. See, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you see from a God perspective, a spiritual viewpoint, rather than merely at a human level. That great preacher, John Wesley, 18th century, described the fullness of the Holy Spirit as perfect love. Perfect love. It's my favourite definition of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It's interesting, isn't it, that perfect love drives out all fear. Takes us from low level living to high level living. We receive our spiritual life by gaining our spiritual eye, sight at the place where the greatest act of love took place. I don't think that's any accident. The hymn writer wrote this, and I've never sung this song for years and years, but it came back to mind. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight. Sight. 